0: I'm uh, at a park taking a little hike on a trail. So, in the background, you may very well hear some birds bees in the trees. I'm not sure if I edited out or not. I don't even think it'd be worth the time, but it doesn't matter. But, uh,. It is uh Independence Day, July fourth, 2021. And uh, it's a beautiful day outside. It's a new day. And I have praised the Lord for it. Well, I didn't go to church. But uh, but there is a point though that I believe that um, I'm not too religious, I don't know. I think I should go back, but anyways, I'm not gonna try to get sidetracked on that. I believe that I'm working through life with the faith. And that's all I got really. And I'm pretty sure that men and women that have sacrificed their lives to try to maintain sovereignty as a country that they also some of them many of them was probably christians as well and uh there's a point where i'm not trying to knock somebody because they haven't come to my religion or my faith yet or whatever but there is a point where i look at it from a point of view of not everybody not everybody will come some people they have their reasons why they subscribe to one religion or another. And yet, uh, it's not an easy thing to describe to someone how that it's better to be safe than sorry. But yet, safety isn't exactly something that someone would consider in the Christian faith. Or maybe they think they already have it. I don't know. To me, it's like I'm not talking about financial security. And it's funny how that some may equate, just like the Bible said, that some equate godliness with with gain. You know, which is any time that you're gaining income, any time you're gaining things, resources, friends, power, influence. You know, and that's a scripture in the Bible. The Apostle Paul warned about it. And yet, I, I I have a lot of I have a lot of complaints about the fact that our country, in general—I'm just saying in general—so don't don't get me wrong here. In general, it seems, from my perspective, like it's easy for people to consider gain to be godliness when the economy is going well. We think, oh well, God's good with us again. Uh, when the economy goes bad and things bad things happen, we we question, you know, our relationship with our creator or with our religion or whatever it may be. Now, I'm a Christian, so I have my particular perspective on things. I, too, have been through some rough times where I have questioned whether or not I, I really was doing right with my life, which I know that I've tried to live... Right for a long time, and yet uh, I don't know. I think it because of the time we live in, it's difficult for some of us, a lot of us, to wrap our minds around how that the some of the people, uh, founding fathers, is what people usually call them, people that actually <laughs> fought um, wars against uh, another country uh, would be mainly England or Britain, whatever that they fought wars battles varying battles against the tyranny of England trying to impress their rule on the American colonies and it's 4th of July, so of all times, let talk about it. I mean, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem talking about it. I think some people might. Um, or maybe they just might tune me out or whatever. But wow, there's a point where, you know, if we don't talk about it, if we don't try to make light, highlight some of these things that are supposed to be facts. And it's like, well, even if and I'm just saying a big if, even if our history isn't depicted to us, is it handed to us in an accurate way? There's still a point where I ask the question, wouldn't you want for us to avoid negative consequences of poor leadership? Bad ideas, you know, you know, policies that, that, that have, may not, at you know, I don't know. So we have this, we, we you know, I know some people have this point of view that every four years we have a different president or sometimes eight. And it, it's kind of, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really like it, to be honest with you. I mean, I know people are just like, well, that's how it is. Well, that's not always how it's been. Um, so to me, I'm open I'm open for change, especially if it's gonna maintain the good things that we all appreciate. But I think, you know, when you have different politicians coming in and out of office, but then you have some that are actually staying in office. Like, I'll just say, I'm not gonna name names, but a lot of us should understand that there are some uh, that have been involved with our political system for many, many years, over 40 years, which is I'm I'm around that age, and and yet, I mean, it it, it should be plain and obvious uh, what they either have accomplished or what they haven't accomplished, and there's plenty of people. Well, well, you know, well enough to be able to get involved with the political system. Um, There's plenty of people that are intelligent enough. There's plenty of people that that are able-bodied, able-minded, whatever, to be able to say that maybe if the Lord Almighty would desire you or if he created you to be able to step up and serve and to lead in the political system, well, we need you right now because um, it, it really should be obvious that we have a dire need for people to be able to stand their ground when it comes to um, the simplest of things. And, you you know, I've seen some people, I guess I've seen on the news or whatever, that some people were doing that in some places, especially when it comes to, you know, um, school boards um, needing to be overturned and needing to be adjusted, you know, because of the COVID-19 mass mandate and the vaccine stuff and all that. I mean, it's like, man, those are your kids. And when you send your kids to school, that doesn't mean that the state or the schools own your kids. I have a, I have a, I have a, I have two nephews, and I have a daughter. And so I know I've already had, I've already had these issues, and yet I haven't really got involved as much as I probably should, because it seems to me that. Um, I don't usually have to raise too much of a stink in order to accomplish what I want to happen, which in the area I live in, it's not too far leaning liberal yet, but it is getting worse. So, I mean, there's a point where. I know that I should get involved some way, somehow. Maybe it's just this podcast. I don't know. But somebody else got to help, too. I mean, we can't just view things in a manner that says, you know, like we just need some superhero Captain America or whatever. Man, woman, it doesn't matter. But I mean, we just you just can't rely on this superstar celebrity superhero frame of mind where we just think, man, you know, we're just relying on Trump. I mean, yeah, he's a central figure at this time. But what happens when his time's up? Uh, What happens, you know, when, you know, he's not enough? I mean, you know, he would I'm pretty sure he would agree with me. In the sense that we, you know, if we're going to have a government for the people and by the people, you know, we, we can't be overrun by a bunch of goofy, you know, liberal, democratic, like, how should I say? In other words, we just can't be overrun with a bunch of people with wrong ideas. So, if anything, this Independence Day, especially when I, by the time that I get this uh, podcast uh, episode uh, published... I'm hoping that that it would reach the right ears. Amen. Yes, yes, King Jesus. I'm hoping that it wouldn't fall on deaf ears. Amen. Yes, King Jesus. I'm hoping that, that uh, as I intend to continue to provoke people, loving good deeds like the Bible tells me to because I haven't always been the most loving person I'm not going to go into it right now but you know there's a point where I've been kind of like Jonah and uh, you know I mean if anybody's ever heard of the prophet Jonah it's like this dude did not want to do what the Lord told him to do he uh, actually went the opposite direction and tried to completely run away from his calling and i don't know if anybody i mean you know some people might think it's a you know a fish story it might some people might think it's like you know exaggerated but i think it'd be a pretty big deal if you're like trying to get somewhere on a boat on a ship or something and you know there's a great storm comes and you admit to the (laughs) to the crew that hey the reason why the storms came is cuz of me because I'm trying to run from the lord and they're like hey we're throwing you overboard Then they throw him they throw Jonah all, overboard and the lord caused this is what the the bible says that the, the lord caused a great fish a great whale whatever to swallow up Jonah and it was the only way that he could be saved and then it, and somehow it, i guess it spits him out onto a beach i guess 3 days later now Recently there was a guy down in Florida, I'm pretty sure it was down in Florida, that I guess he uh, I guess did get swallowed by it you know, by a well. And uh, you know, and I saw the article on this and that or whatever. It just kind of reminded me of that. But I mean, you know, it ain't too far fetched if you ever seen the size of a of a, uh, of a whale. If you've ever, especially, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming I've seen videos, but man, to see that in person, that's kind of a wild thing. I mean, to think of how, I mean, you know, they can fit more than one human in their, in their belly. So it ain't that far fetched to think that, that, uh, the same God that created the heavens and the earth, that he could, uh, direct a whale to swallow up Jonah and, Preserve him so that you can redirect him, he, humble him, and redirect him a different direction. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I kind of, I'm not really sure that, uh, you know, some of the things I've been through constitutes a whale swallowing me, but boy, I tell you what, it sure has been painful. <laughs> And uh, thing is that I know that there's there's a particular lifestyle, careers that I gave up, I passed up in order to be married with the children, and yet uh, it wasn't appreciated. And I'm not going to go into that too much. I'm just saying that it just didn't seem like it was appreciated. You know, some people out here they don't you 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 will not know until. Um, until later, uh, until what will they call that? Um, I guess heaven, till the returning of Yeshua HaMashiach, Christ Jesus. You won't ever know what they've done for the country. Some people have to keep it so hush-hush you ain't going to be hearing about it. And and you may think that they're just Joe Blow from Kokomo. You might think they're, they're just, you know, the guy working uh, at the grocery store, bagging groceries or something. You, you know, you might, you, I mean, you never know who anybody is. You know, some people are good people that are intended to, for their, their, their purposes, their, their, their intentions to be hidden. Um, not because they have bad things they're trying to do, but because they're trying to do good. And I'm assuming that people understand that. But uh, I mean, you know, it's funny how that we live in a society that's probably seen just about any kind of spy movie ever made. At least I'm just saying in general. We just under have a, we should have a basic understanding, and yet. Uh, we got real spy stuff happening in our country, and yet some people are still oblivious to the reality of how serious some of this stuff is. You know, when somebody's talking about, that's a weird looking spider, wow, whatever. When somebody is talking about taking our gun rights away, you know, and it's like you give them an inch and they take a mile. I mean, really, the, the reality is here. So if you just look at Canada, oh, man, you just look at Canada and then telling people they can't travel, they don't have that vaccine. Well, i tell you what, that right there looks to me like a tyranny. It looks like it's a big deal. It looks like it's. I mean, it's just. I mean, heck, Canada's not that far from where we are, and you've got people in our government in the United States that would agree with uh, other countries from around the world about the policies that they would rather see, instant, uh, you know, put into place. I mean, when when you have gun grabs going on, it ain't always. It ain't always going to appear. As a dictator, you know some some evil, you know character, or some evil president, or some evil king, or something. They always going to appear as a bad thing. Sometimes they, the way they use the words, the way they use their words, um, that they they deceive people. <laughs> Into thinking that oh well, you know this ain't that big of a deal. Matter of fact, it's even good for us and all that. They've done it in Australia. You look it up. You know, there's there's times where people try to make it seem like we you know these guns. You know, a gun is a is a big problem. We've been we, you know everybody. You know, there's a lot of people that understand. You know this issue, but it's so important right now to get more prepared and yet I, I always feel like I'm never prepared enough. I think I've been trying to prepare my mind and wrap my mind around it for a long time, twenty years. But um, I don't think anybody really wants to see what really would happen. Because what what happens is and what I what I think I've noticed and this is just my theory. Maybe it, it may maybe it'll seem like a conspiracy theory, but it ain't always about some big thing happening all at once. Sometimes when people are intelligent enough to understand how to isolate people like myself, for example, that they, they look at it like, well, we need to try to isolate these inc- incidents as much as possible because these homegrown terrorists, um, you know, need to be dealt with. And, we, you know, and some people are even buy into the politicians. Bull- <laughs> um, pardon my. Might edit that. I think, you know, some people would buy into the politicians' crap. You know, their the their jargon. You know, the way they word things, and when you have good people just doing their job in law enforcement, sometimes they're only going by the the information that's given them, which means that they may very well think, you know, that somebody's bad when really. They're just going by somebody else's information that may not even be 100 accurate. And I think I've experienced this type of persecution myself. It's uh, it's kind of like being shadow banned or something on social media. It's like you really don't know what's going on, but you kind of know what's going on. It's uh, you know, there's some people that say, oh, well, that's paranoid. And you're not that important, and don't think too high of yourself. Nah it isn't so much about me considering myself to be so important. It's more like saying that, you know, anybody at all that speaks out seems to be a target. And, uh, like I said before, when Facebook considers censoring president Trump, actually they did, uh, it wasn't that they considered it, but they, but they did it. You know, when they'll do that to a sitting president, you know, um, yeah, I mean, it just makes sense that they're very serious about shutting any of us up. And uh, that, sh- that that should be a major clue of the time we live in, of the signs of the times. I mean, and, and and you know, if you wanna sit back and you just wanna live your little comfortable life and just try to stick your head in the sand and act like this ain't going on, then I, I don't, you know, then the way I look at it, you just keep doing that then. But I'm not really even trying to talk to that person that just wants to be comfortable. If anything, I'm trying to make people uncomfortable by the truth, but, but really it's like those who I'm really speaking to is those that I believe already have a sense of duty. Uh, You may not have served in the military, but you may have, but the way I look at it is whether you've served in the military or not, you know, you're, you're a citizen of the United States of America and you're supposed to be afforded certain rights you've got some of these people, some of these politicians that do not care about the Constitution. They've proven that time and time again, and if if they had their way they'd they'd be coming for you right now. But I think sometimes what happens is and just like I was saying before was you know sometimes it's just about isolated incidents. They're intelligent enough to understand if they can just make an example out of one or two people, that's much better than having a major crisis, a major uprising. You know, I mean, it's pretty simple. Um, It's not not a hard thing to understand. So, I mean, it's hard telling what's going to happen. I ain't trying to act like I can predict the future. But I will say that now is the time to educate yourself. Now is the time to stock up on food, you know, to understand, you know, whether or not you really have the kind of supplies that would be useful in, in a time where if they tell you, just like in Canada, this is a reality, it's really going on. They're telling them that they can't travel if they don't have the vaccine. Well, well you going to take a vaccine that you don't even know is going to harm you. There's been a lot of reports about these vaccines uh, for COVID 19 uh, doing a lot of harm. I don't really want to take the chance, and I don't think I should be forced to take the chance. It doesn't even make a whole lot of sense to me for a virus that uh, I've seen it. You know, I've seen family members get it. I never got it, uh, I don't think. I, I don't think I ever had it, but uh, I've seen family members get it, and they recover from it fine. It was just like kinda like the flu or something. And so I mean to me to, to force people to get a vaccine that is that right there shows how extreme these people are. They're extremely brainwashed themselves and they extremely wanna wanna continue to put people into subjection. And I don't think that we should be obligated to have to submit to uh, unrighteous authority that's being misused to take away your rights and to tell you when you can travel, when you can't travel. I mean, there's a difference. If it to me, it's like it's a there's a very fine line between saying I'm going to honor the governing of powers and the police and all that versus when I think they're wrong. You know, they're they're going to have a fight <laughs> and. Really, uh, I I don't really don't want to harm anybody. I mean, that's really something that I shouldn't have to prove. But, you know, I've been living been trying to live a careful life for a long time. I do believe that I fear the Lord Jesus, as far as I try to honor him. I try to think, well, what's he going to think? What's he going to say about what what I'm doing, what I'm saying, whether it's private, whether it's public? And uh, there's a point where, you know, I'm pretty sure that cowards were mentioned as uh, those who uh, went to the lake of fire. And I'm not trying to be one of those. And so I'm going to speak out and I'm going to encourage people to uh, acknowledge the time we're living in in this country right now, that uh, this ain't no time for dreamers and those who just want to, you know, watch movies all the time and think, oh, well, The Patriot's a good movie, which it is. (coughs) Man. But, uh, you know, it's a movie, and if you've ever seen it, you understand it, the character that Mel Gibson depicts, he didn't want to fight. He he wanted to... uh, um, how should I say? Stay neutral, and up until his own family was affected. What's it? What, what does it have to take? What is it going to take for some of us to get going? And I'm not sure what level of getting going you need to get. I don't know about that, but the Lord knows. But what's it gonna take? Because I mean, I know that's just a movie, and again, that's the whole point is that there's a difference between movies and reality. And yet, still, some people they don't get motivated until it, it hits them uh, personally. And I don't think that it, it it's even that wise for us to wait around and, and thinking, oh, well, maybe if it gets real bad, uh, I'll do something, might go and stock up on toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, that ain't what I'm talking about. That's just one small aspect of you being wise and not relying upon the system that we've been so conditioned to believe. It's, it's always gonna be there for us. I mean, how would you wipe your, your rear end if uh, if the grocery store wasn't supplying toilet paper? Or I'm sure there's about ten other ways you can take care of that problem. So to me, I ain't freaking out about toilet paper. I think I'd be a little more concerned about uh, ammo and gasoline, things like that. Of course, I know that some people they 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 they're trying to stock up, but it's kind of crazy when I hear things like you know that. That there's an ammo shortage, and that uh, there's certain politicians—not to name any names or anything—we probably take a wild guess, not to name names or anything—but there's certain politicians that uh, that have tried to come against uh, the influx, the what do you call that, the import of certain certain uh, supplies uh, that would uh, provide our ability to continue to produce ammo at a normal. Rate or scale or whatnot. I don't know. You'd have to look more into it. I don't have. I don't. I don't have the ability to look up the facts at the moment. Like I said, I'm out on a hike, and yet, I mean, I, I'm just. I'm motivated in a different way. And the fact that uh, you know, there's a there's a difference between a patriot and somebody that is a conformist. And I think I've been a conformist for way too long. I've conformed to this system as much as I, as much as I was taught to, I guess, but it's never worked out for me too well. I'm not a conformist, I know I'm not. And I haven't always probably haven't always appeared to be patriotic. Um I think the reason why is because my belief system doesn't allow me to uh, again be conformed to everybody else's idea of things and I said so that and I don't even really want to talk about it no more really because to me it's just it's silly how divided we are over these issues, and it's like man, people should be free, we we claim freedom we for people that claim so much freedom, I mean, I'm, I'm not seeing this freedom that, that I've been hearing about all these years. It seems like it's slowly being taken away. And part of the reason is because you got people that will say, well, I need to keep a job, so I'll wear a mask. You got other people that be like, well, I got to keep a job, got to feed my family. I don't know what else to do, so I'll take the vaccine. But even Jesus said that something will kill you thinking they're doing God a service, which is what I'm seeing. that sometimes you got people that will, if they'll go that far as to kill somebody thinking they're serving God, well, we can see that clearly in the Muslim religion. But every once in a while, we hear about somebody claiming to be Christian, that, you know, they do something crazy and they, they think that, you know, well, they, they, they might claim that God told them to do something or whatever, we don't know. But I mean, There's a point where it should be very clear that the Christian beliefs that I subscribe to definitely don't line up with any type of extreme Islam or any other extreme views that would cause me to want to kill some innocent person. I'm the kind of person that it'd be a hard thing for me to bring myself to killing even a bad person, an evil person, let alone, you know, an innocent person. I'm pretty sure the Bible says that the Lord hates the the hands that shed innocent blood. So I know what my belief system is and I know how I feel about it. You know, I ain't trying to be scared about it, but there's a point where I even wonder how that some veterans have brought themselves to end lives overseas or whatever, that whether it's a terrorist, an actual proven terrorist or whatever it is, but it's like, Again, some people would differ in their definition of someone that's a terrorist. So, uh, you know, a preacher that preaches the gospel, and that maybe even be a prophet. I'm not trying to claim to be a prophet. I'm not quite sure on that office, uh, that that calling or whatever. I do know that I do preach, but as far as you know, I, I do have a mouth. I speak, but you know, you know, somebody that preaches the gospel or even teaches the Bible, somebody that gets angry and says that, you know, we're doing something wrong. You know, that that person is not a terrorist, because if fear is some is is your your response to hearing about. Well, I'll just give you an example. You should have some kind of fear that rises up in you. If somebody told you that your kid's about to walk off a cliff, there should be some type of fear response where you are motivated to try to do something about it. You know, I mean, when your kid goes, if you're little, if you had like a little toddler or something and they went to go across the road and they weren't supposed to, and here comes a car, you, you know, you have a fear response, a flight or fight, a flight or fight response that would cause you to move if you possibly could try to stop them from going across that street, you know, from, you know, getting by that car. I mean, that makes sense. It's pretty simple why is it somebody preaching the truth and trying to warn people? Why is it, Why are they a terrorist? Well, you know, people that don't know any better, they may deem me as a terrorist. They may say that, oh, well, we really need to watch this guy because of this reason, that reason, blah, 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 blah. It really doesn't matter. Um, but this is something that's, that they may get worse. And when you see how that a couple... I think it was in oregon where a couple that owned a, a cake business gets fined and well ordered to pay over a hundred thousand dollars to a to a gay couple that wanted a cake made or whatnot it's like that goes beyond the free market capitalism that this country supposedly was built on when i say supposedly i say that because for a lot of years since the 30s or something 40s i think it's like 30s or 40s the social security system was instituted, implemented, but at first it was voluntary. I mean, you, you can go look it up yourself. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Social security was not always mandatory. And and to me, I have, regardless of the history of it, I don't believe that social security should be mandatory anymore anyways. They shouldn't be able to tax us and tell us that we have to put any kind of money towards a system that is failing. They shouldn't be able to take our money and do whatever they want with it and then tell us when we're gonna travel if we don't take some vaccine. The government should be limited. It should not have all power. They are not God. They are not judging with righteous judgment anymore. They haven't been, well, a lot of them hadn't been for a long time. So again, I I, I I tell the truth, and yet I'm a terrorist because I'm just saying that we need some some things adjusted for us to last longer. Y'all want to buy fireworks and you want to shoot off them fireworks and tell your kids that oh man, this is this is the life. Oh, happy Fourth of July, happy Independence Day. We're celebrating America's freedom. But the thing is, if you're not willing to do something about something, then I mean, I don't really understand how you can say that you're free because we ain't gonna be free. And just like the Canadians are already finding out, you know, we ain't gonna be that free if another lockdown is enforced. We're not gonna be that free if uh, you know, a supposed second wave of COVID hits or whatever, because from what I hear, somebody's been spraying this stuff on purpose in different areas of the country maybe even the world, but hopefully that'll come out eventually. So, I mean, you know, you ain't that free. If you ain't willing to do something about something, I beg to differ. I thank God that, you know, I've been I've been out of the country and I've seen things a little bit different, but I've heard from others. Yeah, things are different in other countries. But the thing, the whole point is, is that we want to maintain what we have and and secure what we should have. So, I mean, when it comes to the simplest things, I don't really get this idea that, well, if you don't like it, you can leave. I've had somebody tell me that before. I'm like, that don't even make any sense. Cause that's like the Mexicans, you know, they, uh, I don't mind them coming up here. I just, you know, I'm really, I still like regulation as far as immigration goes. But I get along with Mexicans sometimes when I work with them, you know, most of the time it is a friendly, a friendly, uh, a friendly encounter. Um, But you know, you can't guarantee that in all circumstances. But really though, when you think about hearing about Mexico and the corruption and just the things going on down there, yeah, it makes sense why people would want to leave. But if so many people leave, then the corruption is going to get worse. If people don't stay and stand and fight back, then things just get worse and worse and worse. And it doesn't make any sense for us to think, well, do, I guess I should just make some plans to leave the country. No, there's nowhere else to go to. There's, there's nowhere else, really to go to. And we, you know, I shouldn't even have to explain it, but maybe, I, maybe I will eventually, you know, do a an entire episode on my reasoning behind saying that, you know, I'm not the one that even originally said it. I heard it from Ronald Reagan, president Ronald Reagan. I heard it from him. He's, a, he's the one that pretty much in a speech that he, you know, put out the idea out there. There's nowhere else to go. And uh, you might survive somewhere else, but you don't know that you might. But it doesn't make sense to risk it. You know, to me, it's like, well, we either A, we want to preserve what we got or B, we don't. And if you do, it makes sense to, you know, do something about something, which I don't know, that that may mean different things to different people. You know, I think sometimes the simplest way to begin to heal is to come together, to overlook some differences. You know, um, to me, you, you, I'm not saying you got to be best friends with your enemies, but uh, there's got to be a point where we can discuss things and, and a try try to attempt to discuss things in a peaceful manner. And uh I mean, you know, you might not be successful all the time, but it's worth trying. I I believe it's worth trying. I don't believe in quitting too easily. I've wanted to so many times as far as on my goals, my dreams and this and that. And there's a point where I just had had to come to reality is that, look, if the Lord wants it done, he's going to have to help me out, which sometimes I've heard people say that, That That is the goal that he has is to make it, make something so impossible to where you utterly are dependent upon him to accomplish it. So yeah, I'm pretty dependent at this point on the Lord Jesus, uh, (laughs) helping me to even breathe oxygen, let alone to do anything worthwhile. And I'm not trying to make myself known per se. I mean, I really don't have a goal to make my name great or anything like that. Um, Matter of fact, I don't even think I've disclosed my name on this podcast yet. And I don't really think I intend to yet because the way I look at it is it's not about me. It's about the principles, you know, that I provoke. I try to instill and provoke you know, good ideas, you know, to tickle the brain and be like, look, these conspiracies may not be so fake or so manufactured or maybe these political issues may may, may be a bigger deal than what some people realize or whatnot. But I mean, today's Independence Day. And uh, to me, I'm looking at it like, man, are we really that free? Are we really that independent? I mean, I'm at a fork in the road sometimes where I'm just like, man, do I even continue Or do I just, I don't even know what to do sometimes because of the forks in the road that I come to are sometimes very difficult to manage. It's hard to decide sometimes which way to go when it seems like the whole world's against you or you've got just some things that look impossible. One of those things being is, trying to uh, connect with the right people, people to, to, to unite at least in some basic ideas that are American. And I've seen so much division. It's like people assume they can just, you know, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's like some people have been taught that, you know, oh, it's okay to, you know, to be alone and by yourself. Well, yeah, I guess there's times for it. There's also other times where you should unite and connect with you know, like-minded people that care about the same things you care about in order to accomplish something. So whether it's starting a business or whether it's um, a family get-together or whatnot, I mean, you know, sometimes it makes sense to drop your pride and to uh, let bygones be bygones it doesn't necessarily mean that we should associate ourselves with the wrong people, but how do we define what that means? is my question. I, I've got to go through a narrow, narrow path. Oh, my goodness. So when I'm thinking about who I befriend, who I associate with, who I network with, sometimes it's simple. Sometimes it's not. And I made it a point to try to keep myself for the Lord, try to deal with my issues, whatever they are. And to attempt to network with the right people for the right reasons. Sometimes I've had to. I've had to just completely separate myself from groups or people or whatever because I'm like, man, I don't believe what you believe. I've even known some guys to try to convince me that uh, that the foundation of this country wasn't Christian. And, you know, I, I just come to a point where I'm like, man, I, I just can't I just can't bring myself to agree with these these guys, this group, these people about these ideas. Uh, maybe one of them will hear this uh, podcast episode or whatnot. You got to understand that it isn't so much that I don't think there isn't any truth to what you say. It's just a fact that I can't take the chance of bringing myself to the point where I buy into some stuff that I've never seen enough proof of and it doesn't excuse, I mean, you can, you, you can point out all the corruption in our country you want, but it doesn't excuse your own sin. It doesn't excuse your own wickedness. You know, it doesn't excuse the fact that, you know, if, if, if you are unrighteous in your, in the things you do in private, and the Lord knows about it and the Lord will deal with you one way or another eventually. But uh, I, I can't mess around if you if you aren't willing to understand that even if even if some of this this uh some of these beliefs that some people have about um, America not being a having a like a Christian foundation, wouldn't you want it to? Wouldn't you want America to have a Christian foundation? Wouldn't you want us to say, well, we, we are here in the right now and the here and the now, and you know what we do now matters. So even if some of the things that are very evident about the, the, some of the earlier years of our country, about the idolatry, about the which will actually includes demon worship and it also you know includes false you know religions being integrated and intertwined and uh, you know maybe, maybe they, there is some validity of what they say, but at the same time that doesn't mean that uh, that you've got everything under wraps you know you don't you don't you, you you're not under cover. you're not under the protection maybe that you think you are if you're doing some bad stuff you're doing evil or whatnot the lord knows about it and i can't get down with somebody you know just because you think there's more just because there's more, you know greater evils happening in the land or maybe had in the past tense That don't mean that it that can't excuse me from from practicing or doing some bad stuff now like I I literally try to live this the straightest and clean cleanest life that I know how and whether somebody believes it or not I don't care and what's it got to do with anything because there's some out there that though that they believe the way I believe in some sense I don't I don't believe abortion should be legal to me that is a very serious assault on life. And Roe v. Wade needs to be overturned like it should have been overturned a long time ago. I can't even believe that such a thing was ever made legal in this country that, you know, supposedly had at one time a majority of Christians running the country. Supposedly. So to me, that's just one main issue that really bothers me because it doesn't make any sense. Because I mean, to me, it's like, how do you justify murdering a baby? Well, you do it by political speech. So somehow, by their, by their words, by their fancy talk, they have excused and justified such a heinous thing. And yet, that these same people, some of these same people, would definitely call me a terrorist, call me an extremist, buddy. I'm not out murdering nobody. I'm, I'm not out freaking killing babies. I can tell you that right now. I ain't out doing nothing, even close. And all we can do is hope, and we should be praying. And I encourage anybody to pray that even hears this. You ought to be praying, asking the Almighty in the name of Yeshua, which a lot of people call Him Jesus. But you got to be asking for the truth of the election results to be revealed, election fraud, and any any other heinous thing that needs to be revealed, so that we can get our country back on track and and experience. Any type of prosperity, any decent prosperity for any longer, you know, we definitely need to be praying and asking the Lord to intervene because it's going to take him and his intervention to deal with some of the great evils that are trying to hide uh, some of these things that are definitely... uh, not sitting well with the Lord. We should understand that by what the Bible says, but I notice a whole lot of unbelief. A whole lot of unbelief. E- even even for myself, it's like, man, I got to deal with it. Every, almost every day, it's like I notice dang it, that... Uh, I notice that unbelief is definitely something that I don't like. You know, from um, say, for example, if I tell, if I told a family member, "Hey, I'll be there in 15 minutes," uh, just just uh, save me a seat. You know, I'm talking about like movie theater or something like that. And if they believe me, they'll do what I ask. But if they don't believe me, they may not save my seat. So there's an action that comes from believing or not believing and that's just a small example and uh so there's a point where i do honestly believe that the unbelief that i witness so often is just um it's got to be something that we deal with i I don't know what's got to happen Hopefully the Lord Jesus will uh, help us. That's all I can hope. So anyways, again, today's the Fourth of July. Yahweh, bless America, which is what a lot of people say God. I like to be specific about names because I really don't, don't think that uh, you should be called some name that you're not. If your name's Tom, you should be called Tom. If your name's Saddam, you should be called Saddam. (laughs) Anyways, uh, y'all y'all have a good evening. Um, Hopefully, I can get through this trail because it's a little bit longer than I thought it was. So, hopefully, I can get through this trail before dark because I didn't bring a I didn't bring a flashlight, man. Oh well, audio's